Well, yes, party like you're on vacation, which is really the best you can do right now, as we're hearing more and more horror stories of Canadians being stuck abroad after testing positive with COVID while on vacation. For more on this, here's the travel lady, travel expert Leslie Cater joins us now here on Global News Radio. Hey there, Leslie. Good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. Uh, traveling during Omicron, we're hearing more and more stories of Canadians who have had to extend their vacations because of a positive test result, Leslie? Right, yes. We've had some of our own clients who've gone through this situation, and uh, it hasn't been easy, definitely. But I must say, I, I quite like the attitude of some of them who were quite philosophical and said, well, maybe quarantining down in Mexico is better than being back in those winter storms in Canada. <laughs> right. Sure. I mean, you've, you've got to find the positives where you can if you've got a positive COVID test, right? But uh, aren't there a lot of costs involved here, too? I mean, is it more than just extending your hotel stay and enjoying a, a few more uh, days or weeks of sunshine? Well, yes, obviously, you've, you've got to extend your stay. You've got to change your ticket uh, to get back home. You've got to obviously um, have other expenses like your meals, transportation. But here's the thing, Jeff, that drives me round the bend is that if people had taken the appropriate insurance, we wouldn't be hearing these uh, complaints about how much money they had to spend now on extra accommodation or changing their flight because the facility is there to have that insurance. Okay, what does insurance cover specifically if you do test positive, Leslie, for a COVID and you're away, uh, you're abroad somewhere? I mean, would it cover an extra week or two of a hotel stay and rebooking your airline ticket, that sort of thing? Yeah, the Manulife pandemic, COVID pandemic insurance that we sell covers you for 14 nights accommodation at 200 per person per night. It's going to cover you for at least $500 towards the change fee for your flight. But more importantly, it's going to give you $5 million coverage for any COVID-related medical expenses. Now, if you think about it, most people traveling who, who've stuck there are vaccinated. So they're getting Omicron and some of them don't have any symptoms. But let's just say it takes a turn for the worse and you do end up being in hospital somewhere. You know, five million could be gone very quickly. Medical expenses outside of Canada are really expensive. So I think it's irresponsible to travel without that kind of insurance. So is that your best piece of advice for those that are still planning on heading for uh, warmer climbs in the uh, next few weeks is to make sure that you do have that uh, insurance or are you better off? And I'm just wondering what you're hearing from your clients and the travel industry as a whole. Has it kind of been put on pause for the next uh, little while because of fears over Omicron? Yeah, I mean, definitely there's some people who have maybe delayed their uh, trips. We've been moving trips uh, to later in this year. Uh, people booking with us now, I would say, very much busy in the middle of 22 and towards the end and even into 23. So this first quarter, I think, is going to be quite slow. Uh, you know, there's a lot of negative publicity out there, of course, with this kind of thing with people being stuck and having to pay extra costs. So that's understandable. I, I think as we go through this um Omicron, I think what we're going to be doing is we're going to be learning 
to live with it. And scientists tell us that it's on the wane. So please, God, that is the case because uh, we've certainly all been through enough of being locked up at home here. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Uh, listen, what is uh, your advice for those that are going to get on a, a plane and head somewhere? Do they need to check uh, their destination? I mean, if they're heading, say, to Florida, maybe out west to uh, California, and just make sure that they're well aware of uh, what sort of restrictions and rules are in place in individual locales or states? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the one thing you hate more than anything when you travel is being taken by surprise a bad surprise where something you weren't prepared for. So research your destination. Uh, the airlines have some really good sites. Air Canada has a link on its website, on its travel hub, and you just put in where you're traveling from and where you're traveling to. It'll give you all the links of entry requirements, health requirements. Some countries are very easy to get into, like Mexico doesn't really require much at all. Others are going to require a negative PCR test, possibly even an attestation that you have to fill in in advance. So all of these things are important so that you know where you're going to and then you have a plan. You mm -hmm. just, you've always got to have that plan in the back of your mind. And will you be notified about things such as uh, what dining regulations currently are, where you're going, uh, masking, physical distance requirements, that sort of thing? Exactly. Yeah, that's what we do. And um, I'm just seeing, although Mexico is quite uh, easy to get into, they now are also looking at asking for proof of vaccination to enter certain restaurants or public facilities. So uh, all of those things are important to know. For sure. As always, do your due <laughs> yeah. diligence in your research. Leslie, appreciate exactly. it as always. Thanks so much. Okay. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Jeff. You too. Thank you. Travel lady, Leslie Cater with us. We're back after this on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. <laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.